Our guest this week is Wishdad Muhammad Shaquille. In 2018, Muhammad's son Ahmed had his wish granted to meet WWE superstar John Cena. Muhammad is now paying it forward as a trained volunteer and wish granter for Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. Here is Muhammad Shaquille. Thank you so much for joining us on the Wish House podcast. I mean, how how you do? First of all, how are you doing? How are you holding up? How's the family? Everybody is going doing good. Kids are school doing online schools. Nobody's going out. We just go out for groceries and all that. But me and my wife do go out for the job. Yeah, that's that's the tough part. Yeah, the kids are not going out anywhere. For our listeners that are going to be hearing this episode, you know, share a little bit about yourself. I mean, you say you go out for your job. I know what you do for your job, um, but our listeners don't. So share a little bit about some of the stuff that you do that's kind of, you're one of the essential workers really out there, you know, helping keep things going, right? No, you know what? Actually, I changed my job because, oh, okay. because of the COVID, I quit my dead job, the one you're talking about in last April, because I had to do deliveries at the hospitals. I had wow. to go inside the hospitals and I, I saw those big trailers outside the hospitals due to COVID. So yeah. I was I was like, you know what, because of, and also because of Ahmed, I didn't want it to take any chance. Mm-hmm. I was going inside the hospitals and God forbid, if I bring anything at home with me, I didn't want it to Ahmed to catch that. And then me running at the hospital with Ahmed and this and that. So I said, you know what, I'll quit that job. I found another job in, in August for two months. I was sitting home. Wow, I didn't that's do crazy. It. Yeah. So in August, I started a new job and this is a daytime job. So I go around like 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 a.m. And I'm back 7 or 8 p.m. Wait a minute. So you have a daytime job. So you went from being a vampire to now being fully awake and up <laughs> during the day for your job. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's much funny. better. Because I did that overnight job for like seven years. Right. That's yeah. insane. Well, you actually just mentioned, you know, um, you know, something that I wanted to share with our listeners, which is, you know, you're a, a wish dad, you're also a volunteer and a trained wish granter. Uh, but you mentioned your son Ahmed, which is the, you know, a wish kid from our chapter. His wish was to meet WWE superstar John Cena. Uh, and I was looking at the, the dates and actually it's almost a three-year anniversary from when you yeah, guys yep. met him, right? Because we're, we're exactly. recording this episode uh in uh, mid-january and his wish was granted on january 23rd 2018 which is it's insane do you feel like it's been that long yeah time is flying you don't know what's going on it's just going like that is going too fast yeah it's unbelievable and actually to take a step back a little bit ahmed was originally referred to make wish in november of 2016 um, can you t- take us through a little bit about what that looked like for you? I mean, you guys were going, obviously, through a difficult time as a family. Share a little bit about that experience as a dad, kind of hearing that news and, and everything. Yeah, actually, he was diagnosed during the pregnancy. My, my wife was pregnant. So he Ahmed was born in 2009, uh, January 7, 2009. So he had his first surgery three days when he was born, after three days, when he was three days old. Oh, man. So he had a second surgery, I think, in 2012. Then the third surgery in 2020. No, I think the second in 2011. The third in 2013, something. And the the good thing is that the Ahmed used to take uh, always when he when he started to grow up. He I used to watch WWE. I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and all all of them. He used to sit with me and watch the wrestling every I think Friday and Thursday. 
So he 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 started getting into John Cena. He would go out. He will buy those wrestling figures, and he has I think almost close to eighty or ninety figures. Oh my goodness! So Does he still have them? Oh yes, he still have them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he has them as a uh, Xbox games. Right. So one day he went to a, his appointment to the doctor, and he had his uh, John Cena figure with him. And the doctor asked him, "Who's that?" And he said, "John Cena, the wrestling superstar." So the doctor asked him, "Do you want to meet him?" And he said, "Of course, why not? If I can." Right. So the doctor made all the arrangements with Make a Wish, and they called you guys, and the Make a Wish volunteers came to us, and it all started. Wow. I mean, and and, and thinking back on it, I mean, and for our listeners. You know, just so you guys are aware, with celebrity wishes, they usually do tend to take some time in order for us to grant them. I mean, we go through a, a pretty extensive process. Yep. Once we receive the wish at the local level, at the chapter level, we then reach out to our our partners and our collaborators at our national office that help us connect with the celebrities team. In this particular case, with WWE, which we have a really great relationship with, and then yep. usually, depending on the kid's interest, of uh, one. Because, you know, with WWE and with wrestling, there's a lot of different shows that they have, whether it's, you know, or events like SummerSlam or, yeah. you know, or Monday Night Raw or things like that. So depending on the kid's specific interest, um, they try to make it work within that. And then um, obviously, if they can have them meet their favorite you know wrestler, they, they make it happen. Yeah. And obviously we have we'll be able to share some really great photos in the show notes of this episode so you guys can take a look at. Ahmed's, um, you know, meet and greet with John Cena and a lot of other wrestlers that he also got to meet as part of the the experience, which were again all unplanned but all nice kind of surprises, exactly. right? That, that he it was had a big surprise for him. Yeah, he even met Stephanie McMahon, who is uh, Vince McMahon's daughter, which was pretty cool in the in a oh, picture. Yeah, she, was, she was sitting with Ahmed for like maybe five ten minutes. She was talking to him. She signed an autograph. And, and how, how, how did that feel for you? Because you're an 80s, you know, wrestling fan and you saw the rise of Vince McMahon into what he eventually has become. And obviously his entire family with his son and his daughter also participating as part of storylines. How is it for you as a big fan of wrestling to see that? It was a big surprise for me also to actually meeting all those guys on the TV. We see them as a big monsters fighting each other, hitting each other. But when you meet them. They are very nice. They are down to earth. They will sit with you. They will talk with you. I met I met uh, Ultimate Warrior's wife, Dana oh, Warrior. Get out of here! Yeah, she was there when I was a kid. I used to watch Ultimate Warrior, his face paint, and all those things he used to come out with. Yeah, he used to so, he used to hold on to the ropes and he used exactly to like go crazy with them. Yeah, exactly. So she was there, and she told me that she's Dana Warrior, Ultimate Warrior's wife. Uh, I know Ultimate Warrior. He passed away. The I think three, four, four, four or five years back. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's a that was a, such a great time in wrestling, and and it was amazing that you as a dad were able to pass that along to your son, who then in turn thought of that as an op- an experience that he could have as a wish, and you know, and obviously, you know, the great thing about Ahmed is that he's been involved with our chapter since his wish was granted you as well. Um, and just to kind of give some some context as to that, so Ahmed was actually one of our featured or highlighted wish kids that we uh, sh- you know featured in our Shoprite campaign, which is a great local partnership that we have um, here in the Hudson Valley back in 2019. And yep. he also served as our wish kid virtual host, host for our 2020 Walk for Wishes, which was the, one of the, only the second major 
uh, event, I guess you could say major event that we had, uh, but yeah. that was all virtual based. Um, and this is obviously happening during the, the pandemic. <clears throat> so how was that? I mean, seeing that as, as a dad kind of um, seeing your son still involved and wanting to stay involved, both with the ShopRite campaign and then obviously with our Walk for Wishes. How was that kind of seeing seeing your son go through those 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 things? Ahmed was very happy to be at the ShopRite where we went in Westchester and also uh, when he did the videos for Walk for Wishes. And he was pretty happy. And, and I have to say, it was it was really cool to chat real in real time with him for yeah. the walk, which was something very impromptu that we didn't plan because, you know, with us, we, we always try to be sensitive to our, our wish kids and their families. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we're thankful that you guys are, are wanting to be involved, you know, even so many years after your wish, you know, his wish. Um, but it was great to be able to chat with him and him, you know, you can tell he was excited. He was ready to go. He was, he, he was ready to chat with anybody that was there during the chat and on YouTube as we premiered the video, which was really a lot of fun. Yeah, he, he will talk to anybody anywhere. Uh, I remember, I think in the last summer, we were in uh, in Pennsylvania at one of the museum. And he saw the museum was almost empty because of the COVID. There were not many people in the museum. Mm -hmm. So he saw one kid wearing a, a wrestling T-shirt. I don't remember who was the wrestler, but Ahmed left us and he walked to that kid. And he started talking to him. And I turned back. I was like, where is Ahmed? Ahmed was talking to some other guy about wrestling. And wow. And all that family was surrounding Ahmed because Ahmed told them that I met John Cena and this and that. He told them the whole story and everybody was listening to him. Ahmed was standing in the middle. That's incredible. And yeah. I got to say, I mean, that's one of the things that really warms our heart here at Make Wish Hudson Valley is to see Wish alum like Ahmed who even at a very young age, become true ambassadors for the organization and just sharing their story. It's extremely impactful for someone to hear about a, a, you know, a wish. But then when you hear it from the actual person that received the wish, it makes it even much more special. Um, and the message really comes across that this is truly a, a life-changing experience for, for kids. And you know, hearing it from someone so young as him, it's pretty, it's really cool to see it from the outside, you know, in. Um, which, yeah. you know, speaking of the wish, I mean, you, I mean, fast forward a little bit, um, you expressed interest in wanting to volunteer not too long after his wish. And, you know, one of the things we try to do is always, you know, let families have a bit of time after the wish, and then you can kind of get involved uh, on a deeper level. Did you find that that was kind of challenging? Because you and I were the ones in, in that communication when it was happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm always curious. I mean, because I understand that, you know, families want to give back right away because you just want to are thankful for the experience. But at the same time, we also want to make sure that families are, are given enough time to kind of process and kind of get back into their normal routine. Was that easy for you to kind of wait a few months or I think it was almost a year that you waited before you became started the process of becoming a volunteer? No, actually, I spoke uh, to the to volunteer who came to my house. His name was Chris. Mm -hmm. I spoke to him about becoming a volunteer. But when I spoke to him at, at that time, I was volunteering at my uh, New City Ambulance Corps. I was a driver for the ambulance. I used Got to it. drive ambulance twice a week as a volunteer. So I, awesome. have always, I have always wanted to help others because I know that everybody is not fortunate like me or you or anybody else. So it's it's good to help others who don't have enough because the life is too short. Today yeah. I'm here, tomorrow I'm gone. And somebody else will definitely take my place and he will come and help out others. 
Right. So that's what I think. Where do you where do you think that where did that come from for you? You know, that zeal for wanting to volunteer and to give back to your community. Uh, it's I think it's in the human nature that we all have been created by one God. Mm-hmm. So he has give, he has given us a short life and we all have to live together in this world because after that, who knows what's going to happen. Right. So it's better to help each other out instead of fighting or yelling or doing bad things to each other. So that's what I think that we're supposed to help each other. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I think at the basis of what you just are, what you're saying right now is really just being kind to one another, um, putting yourself in the other person's shoes. You don't know what they're dealing with. Anytime we can give back, I think it's a really great thing to do. And I mean, and and the fact that you're doing that and you were doing it even before Make-A-Wish and you're obviously you're sharing that with not just Ahmed, but also his sisters and, and the rest of your kids, you know, you're sharing that example to them. And as a, as a dad and as a, as a parent, you know, that's all you kind of hope for is that you're setting a good example for them and that they can kind of carry that torch, you know, once, you know, you're gone. Right. Cause we're only, we're only here for a short period of time. Right. And then exactly. after that, yeah, they're right. on their own. So exactly. how do you feel about that? Like, you know, kind of sharing some of those, the things that you've learned as you, as you've grown into adulthood, and kind of passing on some of those lessons to your your kids, um, you know, what some what are some of the, the the bigger lessons that you try to really you know show them or teach them? Uh, I just teach them that the life is, as I said, the life is too short. Mm-hmm. Today you are here, tomorrow you are gone, and it's better to teach your kids, your friends, your family the, the good things. That listen, tomorrow I'm gone, so you better learn the good stuff. Better be kind to me. Better be kind to everybody else. Yeah, that's all we can do. The the important thing is that they don't pick up on the bad stuff we do either, though, right? Because <laughs> that's <laughs> enough for me. I'm always like, pick up on the good stuff I'm doing. Don't pick up on the fact that you know I'm not cleaning up as much as I should or or things like that, right? That's, that's true. Yeah, but you gotta try. Absolutely, you gotta keep trying, keep that pushing is, for good stuff. At one hundred percent. And and actually, you mentioned your your the one of the volunteers that helped grant. Yeah, Ahmed's wish, which was uh, Chris, and Chris um, ended up becoming one of your partners on your first couple wishes, first, right? That you worked yeah. on, right? Yeah, two two of my wishes, but they're still in process because there are some. One of the wish has some problems, mm-hmm. uh, so that wish is still going on, but it's very slow. And the other one, other wish, I think it's almost close to be done. Hopefully, this summer it will be granted because they are working on their basement. Mm-hmm. So because the COVID, everything is kind slow of down. slow yeah but hopefully this summer one of the wish will be granted and the other one we are still working on it how, how does that feel for you as a wish dad now you were trained as a volunteer you then became trained as a wish granting volunteer which i definitely want to talk about that experience for you because um in a minute but then you're assigned your first wish with someone that helped grant your son's wish so how was that experience of teaming up with chris and kind of seeing it from the other side and now visiting another family to try to provide an experience for that child. Actually, I, I spoke to Chris even before joining. I told him that if I join Make-A-Wish, I want you to become my partner. And he agreed. He said, no problem. Whenever you are ready to join, give them my name and definitely I'll be your partner and we both will work together. Oh, so, the, so you guys had it planned out? Yeah, we already <laughs> planned out. I already told him that, listen, I know you. Because you came to me, you you helped me with Ahmed, so now I want to become your partner. He said, definitely, I'll I'll help you out. That's awesome. Did you feel like the dynamic changed a little bit from obviously before uh, working together as wish granny partners? 
because of covid everything is slowed down so i don't see i haven't been able to work on more wishes mm-hmm. i only did two because of the covid everything went on virtual and i think virtual i didn't like personally virtual wishes because you can't fee- connect to the family in this way right that's why i kind of laid back so i was mm-hmm. like you know what let me finish these two wishes and after that hopefully everything gets back to normal right. hopefully it, i think it will take at least another year for everything to get back to normal hopefully. i got to say there's so much unknown out there right yeah, like we don't know, know when things will get back to a normal that we knew i mean it could be a completely new normal that we're going to be yeah. facing once a year you know once we're a year away from you know now the vaccine being released and you know herd immunity and all the other you know yeah. trigger trigger phrases that are out there right now with things um so the, yeah that that's it's pretty tough can you share a little bit about the two wishes that you say are are kind of um on hold right now for the that you're working on what are the two wishes that the kids have have chosen one of the wish was the first wish was uh, the girl she wanted to go to california so i think now she has changed it to a shopping spree got it okay a shopping spree or a rv trip oh, so okay. one of them so we are still working because she she's still back and forth to the hospital mm-hmm. so we had to put that on hold for a few uh, for a few months um, but hopefully they are saying that maybe in this summer she will be able to make a rv trip okay so hopefully that goes through and the other one is a, a game room basement got so it so that one they are doing their whole basement mm-hmm. for the kids and hopefully hopefully this summer it will it will be done and for our listeners just to give you guys some insight on how that works so for all of our kids that were in the pipeline prior to the pandemic that either had identified a wish or were in the process of identifying a wish that uh, involved travel of some kind once the pandemic hit all travel wishes were put on hold and they still are on hold as of this recording which is in early january of 2021 um and as a result of that we had our volunteers like mohammed go back and visit them whether virtual uh most most definitely virtual at this point um to see if they would be open to changing their wish to something else since travel was on hold pretty much until we 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 until we know and so a lot of our families did choose to change wishes like you know changing from california to an rv kind of experience um or others right because i think the one that was the the basement game room i think it was also i think at some point wasn't it also a travel wish and then it changed or was it always the game room no it was always the game room the kid he okay. wanted his basement to be turned into a complete game room for only him gotcha and actually I I may be confusing that one with another wish that was similar but that's also a good point to bring up for our listeners is that you know while we'll do all the aesthetic stuff so we'll paint we'll put all the decor obviously if it's a gaming room we'll 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 look at at the electronics that will go into this space but it's the family's responsibility to have the room make a wish ready which is a term that we use and make a wish ready means that the basement has to be a finished basement we're not going to go in and put in sheetrock yeah. or do any sort of construction in that way so the families that that ask for wishes like this we have to make sure that the room is ready to go that it's primed and ready and all we need to do is paint or do whatever the aesthetic stuff um that is required to kind of help enhance that wish so that's just something that I wanted to throw out there for our listeners that are hearing this for the first time about understanding kind of what a room redecoration wish kind of looks like which is we'll take care of all the the you know lights and music and the sounds and all the fun stuff around it but again the room has to be ready for us to 
exactly. work, work within it, right? And I think that's been the delay for this yes. wish. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. And um, and obviously, as you know, aside from wish granting, you also have uh, volunteered a lot at events. And you also recently worked on a cool event where you had the opportunity to work side by side with two other wish dads, which is also pretty unique. You had uh, Bill Gonzalez, who is also one of the guests on a, on this podcast, which will if it hasn't been released yet, it'll be released at some point soon. Um, and also another wish dad, Rich Allen, who his daughter is actually is starring in a movie on Hulu right now, which is called okay. uh, Run. Yeah, so you could check yeah, it yeah, out, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu. It's called Run. It's a, it's kind of like a crime, like I guess a horror kind of film. Okay. Um, but she's fantastic in it. We're hoping to maybe get her on a future episode. But how was it working with two wish dads, you know, um, kind of side by side there? It, it was great. We, we spoke to each other about the wish they, their kid had. And I told them about Ahmed. And it, it was it was nice working with them. They told me about their story. I told them about my story. And it was it was pretty good. Yeah. And that's one of those really unique opportunities that we are really excited to be able to offer those wish parents and wish alum that are involved in our volunteer program is I always, I always encourage anytime we can have wish parents meet other wish parents or have wish alum meet other wish alum within an event environment, I say, go for it. And um, because that's really your, you guys have a special connection just because your kids had wishes, but at the same time, you also have a connection because you guys understand the challenges and the struggle of what it what it is to have gone through that process. And while they're not always exactly alike, but you guys have a lot of similarities. Um, did you did you guys talk about any of those similarities when you guys met? Uh, I think uh, to tell you the truth, now it's been a long time because the COVID and so many right. things. Going, I almost forgot what what did we speak about, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we did speak about make a wish and how we joined and what happened. And I'm pretty sure we did speak about all this. But, you know, switching gears a little bit, one of the segments we have on this podcast is called the Shooting Star segment, which is a series of questions where, you know, you'll say the first thing that comes to mind. Um, so I'll just shoot out some questions and we'll go from there. What do you think? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so you've shared a lot of stories, you know, about you know, your own experience, your son's uh, wish experience, as well as your volunteer experiences. But out of all of them, what would you say is one of your favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memories? Uh, the one at Hard Rock Cafe when Make a Wish made us go to Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that part of your wish experience for for Ahmed? For yeah, for Ahmed, we went to meet John Cena. Oh, so you guys was, met John Cena at, at at the Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah, at the Hard Rock Cafe, we met him. I think around like eleven a.m. in the morning, and mm -hmm. on the same day, he had a match at uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn. So they wow. took us to see, see the match. So you guys got to hang out with him in the morning and the morning. then you got to see the match later on in the day. But you know, the good thing about when we went to Barclays Center, John Cena came out to take us to his back room. Oh, he wow. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Well, yep. you know, and, and that's actually a good kind of segue to the next question because you or you kind of talked about it earlier that you, you love wrestling and you love, you know, so many things. But if you could have a wish, you know, what would it be? And I'll give you a few seconds because I'm going to you know, share with our listeners that we have five formal wish categories. They are to go, to meet, to have, to be, and to give. So out of those five formal wish categories, which one of those wishes would you choose? To tell you the truth, I, I, have, I got everything now. The, the main thing was Ahmed, he got his wish. I, I think it's enough for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. a great, that's a great answer. 
yeah. you know, what advice would you give um, someone in the community like yourself, you know, who is giving back in their own way? Um, what would you tell them about volunteering with Make-A-Wish or, or why should they choose Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley as their charity of choice? I will tell them to choose Make-A-Wish because Make-A-Wish is helping out as many kids as possible. And the, as I said earlier, that to, today I'm here, tomorrow I'm gone. Who's coming up next? These kids. So it's better to help out these kids who are the, who are the uh, future generation. Damn, that's amazing. And I guess the last question as part of the Shooting Star segment is, in one word, how would you describe Make-A-Wish? Amazing. Amazing. That's all I can say, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your experience as a volunteer, as a Wish Dad. You know, we can't thank you enough. Thank you. Special thanks to Mohammed for joining us today and sharing his Make-A-Wish experience and the impact that it's had on his family and those around him. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy.